Because with men, they don't just see it as, oh, girlfriend. What they see is, okay, commitment means marriage. Am I ready for that type of commitment? And if a man doesn't have all that going on, you're wasting your time. Welcome to the Flow Era, the podcast that helps ambitious women tap into their inner magic and harness feminine energy. I'm your host, Chica, and I want you to join me each week as I talk about leveling up our self-love, feeling empowered in dating, setting boundaries, and embracing our true feminine essence. I hope that together we can find more balance, joy, and community. So grab your journal, cozy up with some tea, and welcome to this safe space as you get into your flow era. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to our space of feminine flow. You're tuning into another Q&A episode where I take all your questions specifically from my broadcast channel called The Softness on Instagram. And every week I poll the community and you guys share with me what you're thinking about, your struggles and your challenges. So because this type of episode is doing so well, I recorded a Q&A a couple weeks back and so many ladies have been resonating with the Q&A. I decided to make this a regular sentiment in the flow era. So I got all your questions right here. And I'm super excited to dive into each and every one of them. So whether it's about love, life, or healing, we're going to explore all of them together. So let's unravel the gems and jump right in. So question number one, and ladies, before I get into question number one, I picked this question to start off with because it is a real question. And I don't feel that enough people who are dating coaches, feminine energy coaches, a lot of people don't talk about this. So that's why I chose this question. Let's dive in. What should I do with a guy that wants to chase his dreams instead of staying committed? Now, (laughs) there's a couple of parts to this question. So let's unpack it. Part number one, I personally feel that a man needs to be very clear on his purpose before he commits to you. And I feel that other element about this is that you can't force a man to commit to you. So many times I get comments and questions around how do you make a man commit? You can't make him commit, just like you can't be forced to commit either, right? Only way a man is committed is when He sees how you fit into his life and it's very clear, right? And I also think that a man has to have this internal light bulb switch, right? It just turns on. It's like the Krispy Kreme sign. You know when it says red and you know it's hot? That thing needs to turn on and then the man is ready to commit. What tends to happen and is a huge struggle for women in relationships is that They're connecting with men where that red signal is not on. And you know, he likes you, he likes the friendship, he likes the sex, whatever, but he's not ready to commit because internally in himself, he hasn't said, I'm ready for that step. Because with men, they don't just see it as, oh, girlfriend. What they see is, okay, commitment means marriage. Am I ready for that type of commitment? And if a man doesn't have all that going on, you're wasting your time. 
So first part of this question is you can't force him to commit, right? If he wants to, he will. We see it every day. Now, the second part of this question is around a man chasing his dreams. And this is very nuanced because I also believe a man needs to be in his purpose. It needs to be clear. He doesn't need to be at the peak of what that purpose is, but he needs to know where he's going. He needs to be in the car, in the driver's seat, and the map is telling him where to go and he knows and he has confidence in that. Again, what's happening in this modern world is that a lot of women are way more educated than men nowadays, and they are at times climbing the ladder faster than these men. So if you now look at two people, a man and a woman, both at the age of 25, you will see more times than not the woman, she's in it, she's probably a manager moving up to the next level in her career, and she's on the go. The man, because men do develop slower, this is biological, so this has nothing to do with like theory. This is biological. Because their brain is developing a little slower, they may may be at a different pace. So that's why it's so important that as you're connecting with men, you're having these very honest conversations. And I know for me, this was a question I asked when I was in the dating stages. Are you in your purpose? Do you feel that you're in your purpose? What is your purpose, right? And that answer is going to give you a lot of clarity of how the relationship's going to go. I feel that when a man is in his purpose, he's flowing, he's moving, he's very clear. And the other nuance about this here is that, you know, she's asking about chasing his dreams instead of staying committed. So maybe he isn't his purpose, but right now his purpose is focused on work. His purpose is focused on his job, right? And it's not your job to steer him off that, right? He has to say, I'm at the place where, yes, I'm still climbing in my career. I'm climbing in my purpose, but I'm ready to also commit to you. And like I said before, men can do both, but they have to be clear on their purpose, right? So that's how I would review that question. I feel that a lot of women are dealing with this type of conundrum. It's a big topic of conversation. There's a great book called the way to a superior man. This is actually a book my husband always recommends to other men. I think women should read this book too, because you'll start to understand this language of why purpose is so important for men and why they need it specifically before they commit to a woman to the next stage of their life. I really like that question where, you know, I'm going to make sure maybe That question probably merits a whole episode, okay? So let's go into the next question. Okay, so this is like the TikTok question. If you go on TikTok, you're gonna see a whole bunch of feminine energy and dating coaches talking about this question. And I I have some thoughts here. So how to make a man stick and be obsessed with you so he never cheats? Let's dive into this question. Okay, ladies, number one, Going back to the first thing I said about you can't force a man. You cannot make a man cheat on you or not cheat on you. That is not up to you (laughs) because we have seen the most beautiful women in the world, the women who does everything right, the women on the right path. You cannot somehow be the obstacle or somehow block him from cheating. Most of the time when a man cheats is because there's some internal issue he's dealing with. There's some conflict. He might have some childhood trauma. There's something he has to deal with 
on his own and it has nothing to do with you. It's less a reflection on you versus him, right? So just because he loves you and he's all over you and maybe even obsessed with you, none of that is going to stop him from cheating. And I think this is very interesting here because probably by the time you see this episode, I'm sure more information will come out. But recently Cardi B announced that she's separating from Offset, right? And one of the main challenges she's had in her relationship was constant cheating. And by all standards, she's a beautiful woman. She's successful. She looks like a good mother. She got everything going on. So you may ask, why is Offset cheating on her every five minutes? But again, if we go, I'm sure we sit down with him and do a therapy session, we'll start to fight, figure out the cobwebs and the issues and the trauma he's dealing with, right? Same thing with Tristan Thompson and Courtney, right? Um, or Chloe, sorry, not even Courtney, Chloe. If you've watched the Kardashians, there's an episode, or actually there's a video clip because it's gone viral of him basically saying that he had some th- internal issues he had to deal with because that's the reason why he was cheating on Chloe, right? It's not right. It's never right. But there's things he was dealing with on his own. So these are pure examples of why men cheat. And like I said before, you can make him obsessed with you, but it's not going to change the draft. Now, to answer the first part of the question around just making a man stick and obsessed with you, I feel that if you are the man's peace, his home, and he feels like I'm safe here and he can't even imagine how his life is without you, right? All of that is good foundation for a long lasting relationship. But again, it takes two people. So just because, you know, he feels like you're safe and secure and all the other things, you may not feel that way. So I think that's a pertinent nuance to understand. The other side of this is being obsessed. Now, ladies, I think this is one simple thing. I don't like this word of obsessed because it makes it seem like a man is being manipulated and tricked into being obsessed with you. I think you can make a man really love you and cherish you and adore you. And I feel like those are the conversations we need to have more, not obsessed. Like obsessed is like psycho and crazy. That's if you look at the definition, there's not, there's no positive traits around being obsessed. Right? So when we're talking about this obsession or someone adoring and cherishing you, one key thing, the more you love yourself, the more you pour into yourself, the more he loves you. It's very straightforward. This is why a lot of my podcast is talking about the importance of self-love. When you love yourself, when you have your standards, when you're very clear on how you move in life, when you have your own aura, right? That is going to make a man fall deeper and deeper with you. You don't got nothing going on. You're boring. You don't have depth. You haven't done healing, nothing. Then, then you know the answer, right? So I really like this question. Um, and like I said before, this is like a TikTok question. So I see it all the time. And I thought this was a good question to answer on this podcast. Now let's jump into the next question. Ooh. What are my thoughts on dating apps and does it make you look desperate? <sighs> Ooh, okay. So I have a couple of thoughts on dating apps. I personally feel that if we're looking at your arsenal of tools, right, of you dating, I do believe that dating apps is a great tool to have in your kit, right? 
just like you should be going out, doing solo dates, going out with friends, traveling, doing all the things. I, and also being introduced, right? Like your friends can always introduce you to people and then also have an online presence. And I'm going to go deeper into that because I actually feel that as we shift into 2024, I definitely know that more and more people are going to meet online, but it may not necessarily be dating apps. So here's my thing with dating apps. I feel that you got to figure out what dating app is for you. I think each dating app has a different flavor. Probably the one that most people use is Hinge. Bumble's out there as well. I do feel with Bumble, you have to be a bit mindful of how you use it because again, it is the, it's you approaching the man and you know how I feel about that of you approaching the man versus the other way around. So I think if you're going to use Bumble, do it in a way where you, you know, do a, like a, like a wink or a handkerchief, but you're not directly sending messages to men. You know, you're just doing subtle things to let a man know you're interested. I like Hinge because Hinge has now a section where you can share a voice note of, you know, answering a question. I love that you can answer questions, video. There's a lot of interesting elements about Hinge that I feel is better for longer connections. And then I always recommend any dating app that you have to pay for because it filters a lot of the people out. All the people who are not serious, it filters them out. And if you're paying a monthly subscription, you're more than likely looking for something long-term, right? So these are all the caveats when it comes to dating apps. I don't think it makes you look desperate because the truth is we live in a world that's online. We're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on Snapchat, we're on Twitter, we're already online. So I just feel that dating apps is an extension of it. And if you actually look at the data from the early 2000s to now, there's like a literally hockey stick, right? Of people going on dating apps, especially with the pandemic. I feel that it ushered a whole new group of people getting on these dating apps. But here's the other thing I want you ladies to reflect on not just dating apps, but I met my husband through online, right? And we actually knew each other on Twitter and then we connected on Clubhouse. So these are two different platforms that have nothing to do with the dating app, but that's how I was connected. I know people who married because of Clubhouse. I know people who married because of Twitter and a lot of people have married because of Instagram. So here's a little tip I'm going to put here. Open your Instagram. So many of you ladies have a private Instagram and I would know right? Because I'm sending DMs of my feminine energy checklist directly to you. And so many times I go, I go to your profile and it's locked and I'm like, okay, so if I was a man and I saw your, your face from the, the, the DP and then I'm like, oh, I want to see more. And then I go to your profile. You know how many people are going to just bounce off? It's like the bounce rate on a website. It's like, okay, I'm not supposed to be here. Ladies, open your Instagram. If you're like, well, I don't want all my stuff out there, make two different accounts. Maybe one that's your cute and flirty account for dating and another account for your family and friends. And on your Instagram profile, don't have a bunch of paper, a bunch of different pictures, excuse me, I'm tongue tied of your mama, your dog, your, your brother have cute pictures, sexy pictures on your Instagram. It is a great place to connect with men. Okay. So that is what I feel about that question. And now I really love this next question because it's that time of the year 
And I know a lot of people are just reflecting and asking themselves what's next and let's go. So how to check in to yourself and know if you're truly healed. Now, I feel that healing is a journey. You're always healing. You're always getting stronger. You're always just getting deeper into your feminine energy. That is one thing to keep in mind. But here's a few pointers of, hmm, I may have a little more healing (laughs) than most, right? Number one, if you are in consistent cycles of toxic relationships, if you look back at the last three to five relationships and they all ended in weird terms and you notice that every man you were with was toxic, now there is an element of you're with these toxic men. But the other side is, what are you doing that your intuition is not telling you something's off, something's wrong, right? I also feel that any woman who unfortunately has been sexually abused, molested, there's definitely going to be some deep healing that needs to happen. And I always say the body keeps the score. There's a great book about this and how even when you day-to-day think you're okay, your body will tell you, mm, something's a little off, right? And it typically shows up through sex, maybe through connecting with someone, a relationship. It comes up in so many different ways. So if you know that you have gone through these traumatic experiences, then I would highly recommend a therapist that works with the body to help reset your nervous system, right? The other thing that you should do just to check in with yourself is just ask yourself, well, how much am I in my body versus in my head? Again, the feminine is in your is in the body. It's the feeling. It's the connective tissue in yourself. The masculine is more in your head. It's logical. So one thing you may want to ask yourself is, can I tap into my body? Am I aware of my intuition? Do I listen to my, to my gut check, right? Because so many women ignore the gut feeling. And that's why we get into these weird relationships because our gut is telling us this is off. And then we're sitting there in the next relationship, in the next relationship. And then we're asking ourselves, why can't I get out of these cycles? It's because you're ignoring your intuition. So if you notice that you're constantly pushing your intuition aside, you probably need a little bit more healing. And the great way to do this is, of course, through therapy. I highly recommend it. Also, you can start with my feminine energy checklist. I have some great pointers in there. And the last thing is, remember, on the Flow Era podcast, every other episode, I do affirmations. And the next affirmations after this episode is going to be all about healing. So this is a affirmations that you can consistently listen to at night, in the morning, as you're doing mirror work and looking at yourself and get into that flow of healing. And the last thing I want to leave you with before I sign off is talking about how everyone is feeling. So in my broadcast channel, I just asked, how are you feeling? How are you doing? And it was the most answered question in my broadcast channel so far. Over 80 women just shared how they're feeling, right? And it was a lot of things that made me a bit sad, right? And I just know it's tough. 2023 was a difficult year. I feel that there's just so many things happening in the world. I mean, we're literally going through wars, like two wars, There's just, you know, there's a lot of displacement. There's just so much going on. And so a lot of people are just feeling overwhelmed in this heavy feeling. But I'm here to let you know 
that we're going to get through this storm together, right? And the reason why I created this podcast was I wanted a safe space where you can just hear that you're not alone. You're not the only one and that we're joined, we're creating this community of people together. So I hope that that message hits you and lands. Like I said before, always listen to my affirmations. And like, I really love seeing all the women answer that question because I feel that quickly they realize like, well, I'm not the only one feeling overwhelmed or I'm not the only one feeling exhausted or I'm not the only one feeling tired. There's so many of us having these same feelings. And these feelings are cyclical, right? There's going to be periods where you feel just down and out and burnt out. And then there's going to be periods of feeling up, right? And that is the reason why we're all in this feminine energy journey together in order to feel the flow and the ebbs and flows of this type of energy. So I wanted to just make sure I just quickly touched on this. If you're not in the broadcast channel, because I just really want you to know I'm here with you, sis. And that is a wrap for our Q&A session today, ladies. I had an amazing time answering all your questions. And I know you found some nuggets of wisdoms in there. Remember, we're all on this journey together. We're learning, growing every single day. And keep those questions coming in the next Q&A episode. Like I said earlier, this is going to be a regular segment because I just feel like there's so many questions. The DMs are flowing. My broadcast channel is flowing. Now that my TikTok has finally upped, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of questions there as well. So I do feel that this is a great way just for me to answer some of your most pressing questions. And just remember from next time that you should stay inspired, stay loving, and stay in flow.